Welcome to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleina. I want to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleina Hour, The Power of Water and Water Life Science, and your health today. All over the world, we're all being affected by what I said. I am the founder now of a new one. And I've been discussing on the radio show for almost 13 years now that I've been with Voice America, World Talk Radio, syndicated now too, worldwide, that health education is very important for every day. Health education. Now, the world out there together, the Global Health Olympics, means to me, as a definition description, we're all in this together, but we always have been. We're all in this together, and we always have been. We live on this planet with this miracle of nature with a solar system. And we live with that relationship with the solar system. And the will of your faith and the God as will. Because of the power that is here over us all. I chose to study water life science. I'm the founder of Biologic Aqua Research Center. And I take very serious water life science and the earth's water life science, living with all of this together. The earth itself is in the global Olympics of training, learning, every day. The power that, uh, that we learn as we listen well of what is there where this is at, where it's been, where it's at, where it's going. And we have to just work with that unknown. When people get emotional with each other, I find that sad because we're all learning together. One of the reasons I like to study science of everything, I don't care what it is. It's because then you're studying and you're, you're disciplining yourself to be training yourself, like in the Olympics, the approach to how you go about your own training, your own habits, your own discipline of it, learning. But if you think you know more this that moment, and that'll be the way it is the next moment, you're going to be in trouble. I do this on the show all the time, and I will have to get him on sometime. Tom Brady, the quarterback, taught me a lot about quarterbacks and football. I've been watching football all my life, like all of you. And I watch him out there on the field. And I watch those coaches through my school years prepare those plan, um, those um, the way they did the the program, the maneuvers, the plays, how they do it. 
They want to outmaneuver the team. That's how they win. It's outmaneuvering the team. And if you think that that play is going to work all the time, you're going to be maybe in trouble. And what Brady has taught us with his rhythm, his own programming of health and discipline and mental outlook on life, and the way he does it on the field, off the field, in training, and in his private life. That's why I like to use him. I think all athletes should be thinking about their health, mentally, physically, and their faith, their health, and their love of that around them to give them the balance. I call that rhythm. Because the solar system's living with rhythm with us. But what is the most powerful over all of us? Water. Water. Now, way back in time, over 35 years ago when I started studying water, a lot of people were kind of chuckling with me and thought maybe, as I never let go of it, I just kept studying it. And then I began to study evaporation of water, not dehydration, evaporation of water. Then I began to study the human body's water. And that behavior of water in the body per organ, that's a percentage of water living in that womb of the baby mother, how sensitive that is, what a miraculous miracle that is that baby inside that water. Developing percentage of water per organ to come and live again as I learned the atmosphere of water that plays an influence of how you live where you live because of the atmosphere of that water vapor. Excuse me. That water vapor of where you're at. Everything, nothing would operate on your planet Earth without that water vapor in the air. Now, those organs, those organs are vital to living with the water vapor and what you, how you live your life. In that moment of beginning, where you begin to evaporate water like a sponge to Dehydration death from birth to the cycle of death is how you learn how to take care of yourself. You take care of yourself, and we learn how to live around others to be in that global health Olympics together. So we're all learning together. And now that we've had this awakening about the word pandemic and an era that the whole world is affected at the same time. There is the difference between the regular flu, I call it, and this pandemic strain. This is a different strain. Take it serious. Don't be relaxed about this strain. These Viruses like this have been happening so closely to each other, not too far many years apart. 
And this particular strain is a strain that we've got to learn something from. And if we're not careful, we could have a, a global effect that won't be able to... Fi- we've got to be patient with it because some of those tests aren't working the way they should. You've been too rushed to get those tests. Got to get those tests. Well, what if the test too soon for the strain. They've got to learn the right test. And then I think personally to what I've learned in science and study, they've got to learn with the same test work in Australia that it would work in Brazil. I talk to people in Brazil, Japan, Australia, and all over the world, China, and all over. Those strains and in different states Those strains could be different over in New York than it would be in California and Washington, Oregon, where I sit. You don't know. They've got to learn that strain because this strain is teaching us something. They're watching to watch what's happening in different locations and how that is peaking their talking at the peak of understanding of that behavior, of that strain, please be patient. It's rough. Learn your everyday habits. And I've been saying that in health education, now with the Global Health Olympics. Train yourself to keep your hands very clean. Train yourself to keep the facial organ, the complexion, twice a day, morning and night, clean. And don't just think you're rinsing it. You've got to wash it. And as you're washing that face to detoxify it, you'll be detoxifying the hands at the same time. Then you make sure you're drinking enough water to flush the body, to keep it flushed. Keep that toxin moving. Keep it flushed with the rest of those organs and their water percentage and working with the atmospheric water vapor. Keep that flushed. Your nutrition How you eat and your digestive system is going to have a lot of effect in that toxin. Digestive system of what's going in out of the body with evaporation. We've got a lot to learn, but we can do it together. And that's what the power of water, Water Life Science Radio Show has been about for 13 years. Well, today we're going to have a very exciting guest to me. Pam Bonney, I'm going to let her tell us all of her degrees in education with, I believe, the next medicine with medicines and all that there is to learn is going to be your food you eat is your medicine every day. It's your natural medicine, nature's plus of life. You've got to learn and you've got to listen. And you got to realize how unique you are. Because when you were born, there were no two eyes alike, fingerprints, and more. That's how unusual the strain is. How do you deal with each person? But today, we're going to have Pam Bonnie on. But first, we'll listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, with just a mist. Years ago, they asked me, about 20 years ago, if I would study dry eye. Because I'd been studying dry skin. When I showed them the organ of the eye, it's very sensitive. 
at the surface. It's 99% water living with the brain connected to it. And the brain is 80 to 90% water. Dry eye is out of control because they never really learned what to do with that sensitive tear film that's 99% water. I, they wanted me to invent a technology. So I studied, and I came up with a handheld portable device to carry everywhere you go, safe, easy, all naturally pH balanced, not concocted with any ingredients, all absolutely ideal and perfectly correct to be able to humidify your eyes every day to work with the atmosphere. But the problems of of all dry eye. What is vision impairment? It's dry eye. Everything about allergies. Dry eye is a signal of what's happening. So we invented with a lot of help with a lot of universities and, and physicians technology together. I don't get the credit for it all. I may be the founder of the technology, but they supported it like unbelievable nationwide in the United States of America to get that out there. It's nature's tears I missed for dry eye. It's the only product like it in the world. Scientists approved patents all over the world to give me the time to study to protect me. Regulators came on and we it sells in the pharmacy department in front of the pharmacist counter for called over-the-counter sales in the pharmacy. So listen to our sponsor and we'll be right back with Pam Bonnie. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. 
Today, audience, I want to introduce you to Pam Bonnie. She's sitting there in New York in a spot that we're all learning all over the world that is a center of a location of a very historical time of our COVID-19 virus. Pam, you're with us? Yes, I am, Sharon. How are you? Well, fine. Thank you for joining us today. I'm going to tell the audience before we start, and then I'm going to get you to tell me more. Uh, You have a degree from New York University, a Master's of Science degree in clinical nutrition. You're working toward your doctorate, a certified personal trainer in the past with the American Council on Exercise uh, while you were at NYU. Uh, You've got, you were teaching seminars and more. Then you went over and you've also done some education and some degrees in oriental medicine. I've noticed you also got into that. You need to tell us before we start, Pam. Now, don't be shy because we do this with all of our scientists and people all over the world. You've, you're, you've got these degrees, but your passion is definitely there because you keep wanting more education. And I'm a believer with my research all these 35 years and I've, that nutrition is, should be looked at like a medicine of life. And there's so much to learn about our health and our reactions to our health and our behavior because of what we eat. We haven't been taught enough. But tell us about yourself a little, quite a bit, about your, where, where you went, where you, why it happened the way it did to get you to where you're at today. Hmm. Um, well, that's, <laughs> that's a good, good and a loaded question, Sharon, but I will try to be oh. brief. Um, I told you, don't be shy. Don't be shy. Yeah. All right. I'll try not to not be shy. not a modest world we're in. You've got to be educational. Uh, <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, and, you know, I find that I am less shy as, uh, as time goes on. So, good for um, you. you know... Yeah, you know, I, as you probably know, since you um, knew my my mother and my father both very well, um, and you know my brother as well, you know, I grew up in uh, Southern California during the 70s, so there's a lot of um, information regarding health and nutrition and all sorts of ideas on, on how to um, approach um, those topics with regard to disease and prevention, et cetera. Um, so I grew up with, and my mother, of course, was very interested in, in nutrition, and she was a self-taught nutritionist. Um, so that really, I, I owe my interest in nutrition to my mother because she sparked that um, in me at a very young age. And when I got old enough to go back to school um, to get my degree in nutrition, um, then I was very happy to learn sort of the science behind food and disease, et cetera, and that is sort of the um, trajectory that, you know, I had been on for uh, many, many years until a few years ago when I started to realize that, um, you know, clinical nutrition didn't cover everything and that um, the way I'm experiencing um, health and medical approaches and conventional treatments, it's, um, we are, 
we are going more towards a, a sort of self-care is the new healthcare type of um, approach where integrative medicine um, looks at the whole person and integrates many different modalities. So um, that's why now my practice is more of an integrative and functional nutrition approach, um, if that answers your question. Now, your mother was one of the pioneers owning a health food store. Yes. Now, I forget the exact spot. She was in near Beverly Hills, right? Um, you know, I, I forget the exact spot, too, but we were... Okay, we were I think she close. was near Beverly Hills. And then she... Can, I can tell you, way back when I started studying the behavior of the bodies living with water and all... I still went into the health food stores and I know I would question them and I'd go into pharmacists question and, and, uh, and I do my interviews all the time. And your mother was at a time when they thought, oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. It's almost like mm. a voodoo. And then they had nature baths, voodoo, and all yep. these different, uh, they call it alternative. Uh, practices, yep. and I, I look at it like, because uh, I studied it well, uh, I chose to be in the medical field with what I do with my studies and my, my technology because over there we have in that spot, it's a different focus, and then I get involved in the education of the common sense with the PAN, but you're teaching us with what you're going to do today a common sense of what we need to learn about the nutrition of our lives during one of the worst global awarenesses of learning about what pandemic, virus, strain, and new health habits. Um, I'm, I think I'm the founder right now of the words Global Health Olympics of Training. We need to learn, and I say a lot on my show, Pam, I study the behavior of quarterbacks in that training. Who stays in training as a quarterback to get that rhythm on the field, off the field? I, got a, I really found that fascinating. And Tom Brady comes up to me all the time because he practices on the field, during a game, off the field, in private life, and likes to talk about it now, whereas he, they probably used to think he was crazy, Pam, way back mm-hmm. in time. Yeah. I remember I studied athletes and nutrition when my daughters were swimming competitively. And I wanted them, people thought, oh, she wants them to be winners. She just wants them to be winners. That's why she's done. No, I wanted them to be healthy. I wanted them to keep up with their school and their music and all the things they were doing and be healthy. Mm-hmm. And if they won, which they, my older daughter was always breaking records, but it, it, that wasn't it. Healthy attitude, emotional more. So you teach us today what you're learning, and you want a doctorate in nutrition. And I think medicine is going to be learning, and you're already learning it. In the medical schools, they're going to have more education about why food should be included the menu, the nutrition, people with your background included vital to the way they're treating their patients. It's coming. 
And I quiz these doctors because I'm in the medical field. And I chose to be in the medical field so I could be in that position to talk to them. And as I talked to them, in fact, I was a head speaker for a caregiver group for the state of Oregon. And I shocked them, Penny, uh, Bonnie, Pam. I mm-hmm. went in. And I didn't talk to them about their patients. I talked to them about their health to take care of the patient. Because I noticed they're not worried about, they don't take care of themselves to be able to take care of the patient the way I think they should be doing. They should be training on the job and off the job the best they can to be good at what they do so they're healthy. And, of course, the timing right now is very historical. But what have you been learning now to teach these people about how this digestion system has got to keep them flushed? We tell, tell them about water to drink, what you think that. Because did you notice, Pam, they're not talking about that on anything. I never hear about lots of water to drink a lot of water, keep your body flushing. I haven't been hearing that, but I've been fair about that, because I thought, well, they've got so much job. What will they learn first? We'll just take it for granted they're liking to drink water because they go through a lot of bottled waters in this country. But then you've got the food to digest. You've got to digest that food, get that toxin out of there, to keep that body flushing with the drinking mm-hmm. of the water and the food digesting. So now you can go forward. Tell us. You tell me and all of us what you're learning. Well, you know, as you're talking, one of the things that I thought about definitely that I'm learning in my doctoral program is the um, the importance of self-care and its um, impact it has, like you said, on the providers of health care. If we don't take care of ourselves first, we cannot take care of those around us, and that includes family members and patients or clients that we're trying to help. So, and part of that is proper nutrition, which for me, of course, is to me is one of the most important things. And I say this all the time to my clients, that we can use food and nutrition um, several times a day to take care of ourselves, you know, and is the nutrition that you're taking in the best optimal nutrition that you can possibly do. And that's basically, of course, I agree that water is very important. And might I add clean water, and I, we won't go into that much detail about that, but definitely where I live, the water that comes out of the tap is not necessarily that clean. Um, so it's important to have filtered a filtration system of some kind. So lots of clean water, of course. And then, you know what, the next the food group that has a lot of water in it is vegetables and fruits. And I will, you know, go to my grave, you know, saying that we just need more vegetables and fruits every single day. And I do, and I say it all the time, and even now during this pandemic, of course, everyone is interested in how do I boost my immune system to help fight against the virus or prevent myself and my family from getting the virus. And, again, the vegetables and fruits are something that we need to eat every day. They're, they are chock full of water and nutrients and fiber and all that good stuff. 
that is also very good for our digestive system, as you mentioned. That's very important. Fruits and vegetables help provide what's called prebiotics, which make probiotics in our GI tract, which, again, you know, they're looking at the GI tract as a second brain of our body, which is very important with regard to how we deal with health and disease and how our body responds to um, what our immune response is. Um, and so that would be the number one thing and that, that I always talk to people about is the quality of their vegetables and fruits. How many servings a day are they having? What percentage of their intake during the day is vegetables and fruits, both raw and cooked? Um, that part is, you know, however people want to eat their vegetables. To me, it's the importance is and the emphasis should be on vegetables and fruits. Of course, um, along with the water. Now, and the fruits, vegetables, uh, now how are you recommending the vegetables now because of all this touching and everything on, you know, fresh vegetables that are sitting in the produce, which have always been my favorite, but you got to really make sure they're clean because people touch them. Now, when I go over to the bin, I go to the back of the bin, I go to the back of the bin and behind and pull out what's in the back, taking mm-hmm. and thinking that maybe not as many people, I've done that forever, so not as many people touched it already. Mm-hmm. But now you can't really get them clean enough because you don't know what is on there and who's touched and all that has been going. Because it gets transported for so far to get where it's going. I had heard years ago, Pam, that a lot of the major big stores were going to start uh, really encouraging local suppliers of the fresh vegetables to get it closer, which I thought would be mm-hmm. wonderful with greenhouses and some new ideas to get vegetables closer. Um, but do you now recommend by chance the, those vegetables that are inside the plastic containers and the plastic bags to be safer at this moment? What, do you, what is your thinking on that? Um, I think that's a good thought. You know, um, I, I purchase uh, both, uh, the, the ones that are packaged and the ones that are not. Um, I tend to think that, um, you know, I, I wash my fruits and vegetables again with some very good filtered water and maybe a drop of vinegar, and I'm not saying that there's any evidence behind that, but it might just help um, with regard to any sort of dirt and stuff that might be on there. And if a person Now, what are you saying? Feel- Let's go. I've got to stop. I have to stop as I go because I know we won't go back to things. Um, we radio sure. show talk shows always interrupt. Now, when you say uh, water and or vinegar too, do you put, make a, a, so do you make a bowl of water with some vinegar and then swish that mm-hmm. vegetable up and down in that or that fruit? Yeah, uh, Sort of like if you uh, like if you were going to do a sink full of um, water with the vegetables and the fruit in there, and they're sort of taking okay. like a you know being dunked in the water, and like a splash of vinegar, you know um, whatever vinegar you have. I happen to have some white vinegar. Um, I also have apple cider vinegar, and I do that, and I just feel better. So you put I, the vinegar I, inside the water. You put the vinegar in the water. In- right. Make sure in the water, right? So it's a diluted, right? It's a diluted water solution, and then I end Mm -hmm. up rinsing everything off with the plain water. So it's sort of a two-step process, and then 
you know, and if a person is not comfortable with that, then they can just take those fresh vegetables and cook them. Once you cook a vegetable, of course, it's killing everything. It's, ki- I mean, <laughs> okay, it's killing any germs or bacteria that might be or okay. anything else that might be on there. And preferably, mm-hmm. if you can lightly saute or lightly steam, um, you can be sure that it's going to be clean, and yet you are, you know, still retaining the nutrients from the vegetables. May I ask you one? As your, your background and vinegar, vinegar all of a sudden now. The vinegar adds a, a nutritional taste to the produce. Um, mm-hmm. What is the value of, there's a value in, isn't vinegar like a probiotic? It is, you know, and unfortunately there's not a lot of evidence behind any sort of the claims that the vinegar, especially like apple cider vinegar, has has been, you know, you go online, you can read a lot of different things about it. I don't, I don't know of a lot of actual studies that have been done on um, the vinegar, but here's what, I, here's what I say when I come to this. You know, in my practice, I have a lot of clients um, incorporating apple cider vinegar into their diet for reasons of um, proper, you know, to improve their digestion it does act as a, you know, any fermented um, vegetable or fruit is going to help with the digestive system because it does act as a probiotic um, in our gut. Mm-hmm. So, okay. as long as it doesn't, so it doesn't, again, so um, it's more anecdotally or practice-based information that I find rather than evidence-based information. But I also don't hear that it's hurting anybody ever. So... Um, right. If it, okay. then I recommend it. Um, that sort of a thing. Uh, remember, too, as far as probiotics go, again, fruits and vegetables are are prebiotics that make probiotics in our gut. So if we just are eating enough of those, um, our body should be making its own probiotics pretty well. Okay, we're going to take a break. Don't you go anywhere. And we're going to come back, and you're going to teach us about that digestive system that is so important during this uh, virus because they've got to learn how to detoxify their bodies. And I want people to be thinking about doing that kind of like a long-term global health Olympics. We're going to learn right now, Pam, so much that we should never change our habits to be able to build our immunity protection. Now, that's the other one today with that magic word you said, immunity We've got to teach mm-hmm. people how to think protecting themselves long-term to be immune if, it, if they can learn how to do that. But don't go anywhere. We're going to be right back. Okay. We're going to listen right, to thanks. our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist. Did you know we're in China with Nature's Tears? We just shipped out thousands of uh, Nature's Tears Eye Mist by air to China so they could get it fast enough. Um, Nature's Tears Eye Mist in South Australia, and uh, I mean, in South Korea, and um, in the United States. You can go to Amazon and many of the drugstores and look for it, Walgreens, and more, Cardinal Health, and more. Um, Nature's Tears Eye Mist for dry eye. Right now, people are getting really dry. They always have been dry. But now they're really dry, and they're complaining about dry eye. And the surface of that eye is 99% water. 
there is only one product throughout the world with a technology like Nature's Enzyme is to be able to mist as often as you want. It doesn't run the cosmetics. It just humidifies at the magic wand of the hand for all ages, everybody, as quickly as you want, ideal and correct pH balance, not concocted, 100% trade secret tissue culture grade of water. Well, listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, with just a mist. And we'll be back with Pam Bonney. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Pam, can you teach us by chance also today, and I'll let you go on with what you were teaching us but there uh, before we took our moment of break, but... Um, I really want the audience to start thinking more like global health Olympics and what they learn should never go change. And you were teaching us about, yes, you got to drink a lot of water, a lot of water. And it's vital. They did that during the Ebola. Remember they said, one scientist said, I've had it. I've got to get into some common sense. We'll go and try it. And they get, drank that gallon of water a day per patient, and it worked. They add a little bit of sugar and or salt to it, I mean, to the water to help it. And it worked by drinking a gallon of water a day per patient. It worked. It was common sense. Now, is that going to prevent the next round? No. But it works to keep the body flushing. And then you were teaching us about how vegetables and fruits are very have water, but of course they don't have enough water to get enough water in you because those organs of the body percentage of water, you got to keep up with all that and the evaporation of the 
water vapor of the atmosphere is evaporation. You've got to keep up with that per person because there's no two eyes alike, fingerprints, and more. Okay, there we go. Now, and we taught them how to keep them cleaned if they choose to buy them fresh or even in the plastic little buckets or the packages. How keep them flush with, with rinsing them with vinegar in the water. Um, then you taught them about the word immunity. To me, there's your magic of the word immunity. We've got to start thinking how we can be immune to the future of this happening again. Now, I will share with you something about what I listen to because I do things scientifically with technology. I don't even look at nothing unless it's technology and scientifics. Um, the strategy of how Earth began and how it cycled to where we're going and how the Earth is living with our faith in God, whatever God, all over the world. I have a lot of respect in that because I know that they all began with, my gosh, all the traditions. They found there was something more powerful, but they knew it was in that water. It was all in that water at the time. And it always has been, always will, but a water life science is there. Uh, the word immunity goes with me and my research also with the word digestion, detoxification of the body. And I look at the way the earth is living with detoxifying around the earth with keeps cleansed and how it operates with that evaporation of water atmosphere, and how it's living with the bark, the soil, when it becomes sand, and what is happening out there with the moths, the ferns, the moisture, the humidity. I watch that. And as that behavior, as I watch the behave of what's going on with the rhythm, and I see today with this pandemic We've got to learn to master the word immunity and learning to live with the rhythm of this because the solar system is in a rhythm with this. We're in the rhythm of the solar system. I didn't mean to say that. Okay. Now, you, with what you've been learning about food, and I'm totally convinced for years, it's the medicine with the medicine. From now on, I really think they've got to get serious that every time they treat that patient, they've got to be a, med- a food to go with it. It's vital. But yet they're expecting the patient to go home and figure it out for themselves. Even drinking water. They're not sh- they, they think they're doing that. They're taking it for granted, Pam. I interview all over the world. And the thing I say to everybody is let's use some common sense. And teach people common sense. That hit, I don't care who you are, common sense. Say, you can save some of that dialogue that they use out there in the medical practice for each other. And in research and science, fine. But not over here. We got to have it common sense. And how would you teach people if they came to you and said, I want to learn to be immune to this in the future for my health? What food, what practice during the day should I be considering for that every day? To never let go every day. I can go cheat when we finally get back to 
uh, all of us moving around. By the way, I've talked in Brazil. I've been talking to people in Japan. I've been talking to people in China. I've been talking to people in South Korea. I've been talking to people all over the world. And, oh, Australia and more. And in these different states. And everybody's wanting to learn, Pam. And I really believe the secret is drinking a lot of water, but that nutrition during the day of what they need to learn. Can you teach them that? About what they should to get up in the morning, get through the day, and how much? Because some of us can only eat so much. I don't know about, you know, when we say eat a lot of vegetables and fruits, but you've got to get some protein in there too. So they got to consider how to balance that, and especially these beautiful caregivers and these people going to the stores working for us to wait on us and all the warriors and our soldiers that are running around. I'm calling them soldiers. They've been in my prayers as long as I can remember caregivers and first responders. But what do you think that diet should be every day? I mean, from morning to night. So they wouldn't, you can tell them what to start with, the next meal, and how to think about that. Can you do that for us today? Well, um, it's a very good question. And, you know, it's, it may be, you know, when you talk about common sense with regard to food and nutrition, it, it is sort of the through line or the backbone of what my counseling is about. Um, and a lot of people might think that they know what the common sense is, and some people have an idea of what that means, and I find that they might have an idea of what that means, like drink more water and eat more fruits and vegetables, and the, it's the how to do that and how to work it into their schedule, into their, yeah, into their lifestyle, into their situation, so it becomes a very personalized and individualized um, sort of counseling around that specific person. But in general, um, you know, the the recommendations that I've been making lately during this um, pandemic are essentially the same that I would otherwise make for prevention and treatment of any sort of long-term or chronic diseases like heart disease, cancer, diabetes, and obesity. And that is throughout the day and every single day, right? Starting the day, I always recommend to start the day with a great big glass of water. And the goal, you know, certain goals of drinking water, maybe half a gallon to a gallon, depending on what the person's activity level is. And then incorporating, when when I say lots of vegetables and fruits, I'm really looking for most people for a 50% intake of their diet to be from vegetables, and or a combination of vegetables and fruits. And for most people, that takes work because most people are not taking in that many vegetables and or fruits. And next to that, the recommendations for, and there is lots of evidence behind a plant-based diet to help both treat and prevent, again, these chronic conditions from coming about. And a plant-based diet is based on a diet that is at 80 to 90% fruits and vegetables, whole grains, beans, nuts and seeds, um, with uh, the rest of it being some high-quality 
um, possibly wild-caught fish, organic poultry, organic eggs, etc., and very little actual dairy. So, in a nutshell, that that's the that's the recommendation. If if I were to say what a day would look like with on maybe two or three meals a day, it would be a nice bowl of organic oatmeal with some fruits and maybe some flax meal. I'm a big fan of seeds. So those can go in there. A great big salad at lunchtime with beans and more seeds and other things that maybe a person wants in there. Um, Healthy fats or avocado, nuts, olives, things like that. And then dinner might be a nice piece of wild-caught salmon with some brown rice and a half a plate of steamed broccoli and again, fruit for snacks and dessert. Um, and that's a very simplified version of what, what I might recommend for someone to eat throughout the day. But it is what's going to help to um, boost one's immune system because what we're looking at really is the quality of the food that we take in. I always talk about quality over quantity because it is the quality without... Um, too much sugar, without too much salt, without too much um, preservatives and or pesticides and things like that that are harmful chemicals or endocrine-disrupting hormones coming from our food that's going to get in the way of our immune system. And did you know that our immune system basically is in our gut? So our GI tract and our immune system are directly related to one another. So that's why the quality of the food... That's that, the, yeah, wait a minute. That's that digestive system. Yeah, that's a yep. digestive system and the gut. Yeah. Yep. Right, yep. go ahead. Absolutely. So, it, you know, when, uh, when we stop and think how intertwined the, the gut and the immune system is, that's where we want to think about... Just now I'm going to ask you. Yep. Now I'm going to ask you right then and there. When the gut swells up after you've eaten something, even though it's a vegetable or a fruit or whatever, did you eat mm. too much? Well, it depends on it depends on exactly what was eaten, and it depends on the person, and it depends on what conditions. What do you they think is happening have? when that would like get swelled up like that? I've had people well, say, "Oh, I swell up." Well, it's possible they may have a food intolerance to whatever it is that they ate. And, you know, unfortunately, or a slight food allergy. Those things are very difficult to diagnose okay. clinically. Um, however, they can be ascertained by a simple food elimination diet. But, you know, let's just talk about, let's talk about elimination for one second. As a nutritionist, of course, I talk about all these things all the time about constipation and or healthy bowel movements, you know, increasing the fiber content from all of these plant-based foods, which also means as soon as you increase your fiber content, of course, you must increase the water and hopefully the water, you know, intake would be increased already. But we really need healthy bowel movements every day, at least once a day. And you would be surprised how many people do not have that happening. And that's the number one step for proper elimination and healthy detox, as you mentioned. So if, if that is not happening, then our GI tract can get backed up, and that can also cause swelling. 
So it's, okay. it's difficult. To, it's never just maybe one thing. It really takes a little bit of investigation to find out what it is that is making a person sort of feel swelled like that. It's, um, so, yeah, that's, that's what I would say. Now, Pam, how do they get over to your website to learn to get this? Oh. You have a website. Oh. Okay. The website is triedandtruenutrition.com. They can okay. ask me a question. They can reach out to me on, on the website, triedandtruenutrition.com. We're also and, and, and on there, have you been putting anything to with the words like to help learn more about your immunity protection? Is that in? Can you do that with your uh, nutritional um, positioning there uh, to teach them? Um, Come over yeah, to learn more about immunity. Um, you know, most of our education happens in the counseling session itself. We don't have a lot of um, sort of uh, general mm-hmm. information on the website regarding okay. certain things. But again, if anyone can re- reach out to me via the website, and even if they just have a couple of questions. And we have a phone number on there as well that they can just call us up okay. if, they, if they just want to ask a couple of questions. We'll be happy to answer them. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Believe it or not, it's over. The show goes fast. Oh You're there in New York. My prayers are with you and your husband, Jim, and thank everybody so- back there. We're all learning, and we're in this together, and you keep up the good work. Don't back off of this doctorate. I know you won't. I won't. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming on today, Pam. God bless. Thank you, Sharon. Thank you so much. Stay safe and stay well. It was a pleasure. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. I want to thank everybody today for listening and uh, what we've been learning from Pam Bonney. With all those degrees, you'll see them in my press release and in my blogs, of what she's been learning and working toward a doctorate and nutrition to be with your medical treatments and teaching you about immunity. Don't forget you're going to drink a lot of water. You're going to learn how to eat to build up your immune system. You're going to practice all the things you have to practice to be healthy for others around you. We want to thank you for listening. Put every child in the world in your heart. There's no such thing as an imperfect child. Let's do this all for the children of the world. Thank you for listening, and you be well. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel, with an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com. 